0: hey everybody welcome to the big llama show podcast you're listening to a replay of our sunday night live stream live streams are hosted every sunday night 10 p.m eastern standard time on twitch facebook and youtube want to support the show go to youtube look up the big llama show hit like and subscribe hit the bell notification so you know when we post content and now our host the big llama and ad enjoy the show I never lose baby. Yeah. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Big Lama Show. I'm the Big Lama. We are live. It's our Sunday night usual. Sunday night, 10 p.m. We are live with a Loki spoiler review, a spoiler discussion. I'm going to bring on Blackout AD in just a moment. Uh, but before we do, make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you become a member of the Lama Nation, and make sure you hit that bell notification so that you know when we post videos. Uh, again, we're going to do this this Sunday series uh, every week after the Loki episodes. Myself and Blackout AD, and uh, we'll make sure that we uh, we tell you again. This is all spoiler discussion. So if you have not seen the episode, please stop now. Get off the live feed. Go watch Loki and come back. Actually, stay on the live feed. Maybe no, no, just kidding. We need our we need our traffic anyway. Um, before we get started, before I uh, bring Blackout AD, I just want to uh, talk about um, something happening with our channel. Um, We've got the uh, Big Llama Show Reacts. We're doing some uh, different types of reactions so that the channel is growing. Uh, We just did a a Big Llama Reacts to the YouTubers versus TikTok fights. And it features a brand new llama, Little Llama, who is uh, my son and he's gonna be doing other reaction videos and music reactions. Uh, We even did a a reaction video to 645 AR, which was pretty hysterical. Um, So if you're interested in that, check it out. Check it out on my channel. Uh, again, that's the Big Llama Show. We're branching out. All right, let's bring in um, A.D. to the show. Welcome, A.D. What's going on? What's going on? Nothing, man, nothing. Listen, it's it's Father's Day. Um, let me shout out to all the fathers out there. Um, I had a wonderful and awesome Father's Day, as you can see from, from the tanness that I have <laughs> I was outside. Um, you know, Mama Llama took care of me. She, you know, made sure that I had breakfast in the morning with the kids. Um, got lots of presents. Um, if you notice the new like and subscribe, uh, right behind me, that's a courtesy of little llama and (laughs) junior llama, uh, the Wu Tang shirt, because they know I love the Wu Tang, uh, all father's day gifts. So I'm representing, thank you very much to my family for making it a special father's day. And thank you for all of you fathers out there on the Lama nation. Uh, I hope, I hope everybody had an awesome father's day. And you're enjoying your night tonight, and you're capping it off with the big llama show. So, uh, anyway, that's my that's my uh, my my uh, plug for Father's Day. Ad, what's going on with you this night, man?
1: Man, having a good time. Excited to get to uh, talk about Loki, man. It was a great episode this week. Happy Father's Day to you, and I like to like and subscribe. All right. Who's hey. your Who's your favorite Wu Tang member,
0: by the way? This is- oh, I mean, uh, I think I think I'm am a big Raekwon, but the Ghostface Killer, man. He's his his mm. lyrics are great, but you know, Method Man is like the popular one, right? Yeah. But, but Raekwon has the lyrics, and then that album that he made with Ghostface was just amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, the Wu-Tang, man, love those guys. All right, man, we're, we're going to get right into it because we got a lot to talk about. So we're going to talk about uh, Marvel's Loki, Episode 2, which, again, spoiler warning for those of you who haven't seen Loki or if you're watching this on a rebroadcast. Um, you know we're going to get into spoilers heavy spoilers and we're going to have some images here we will we'll definitely spoil episode 2 if you haven't seen it now if you are watching and you are uh want to be part of the show just hit us up in the comment section we'll we'll shout you out we got a, a fan here it says omg i'm such a huge fan and uh there was a pretty handsome lad when you reacted to the YouTubers and TikTok boxing match so I really really liked uh, that 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 video reaction keep those comments coming if you're on live Hit us up, be part of the show. All right, let's let's get to the spoiler talk. Uh, Ad the the let's episode just hit us with a bang. I mean, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on that, man?
1: I thought the episode as a whole it continued from the the momentum from the first one because we like I think we said it last time that was probably one of the better opening episodes to a series, and I think it just continued on. Um, they gave they answered a lot of questions kind of, rather quickly, to be honest. I mean, we got our, we got answers to a lot of stuff like. Who the other Loki was, um, what the reset charges do, because they gave us a clear answer, and I thought it was pretty funny in the show. But we'll get to that. But yeah, I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was a great episode. I don't want to get ahead of myself.
0: Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. I mean, we we got we got some time, but I, you know, I think I think what this show is, and, and I love it because it's six episodes. So they got to cram a lot of information in in six episodes. It's uh, definitely it's definitely jam packed. And there's a lot of story to tell in a six episode. I mean, six hours, you would think there's more than enough time to tell this story, but there are just too many factors. Um, and to me, I think I love the recaps just before get you, you know, primed and ready for the, the next episode. And again, it just it just picks up right where it leaves off. And and I mean, jaw dropped. I mean, it, it starts off with a bang and and doesn't let up. I mean, this it was a great episode. Just a great, great episode. All right, so, so you know, it, it started off. Um, uh, they were at a Renaissance fair back in 1985. That's where we yeah, meet up with country. our with our guys, right? So, yeah, um, you know, a, a couple of funny things, and and I'll, I'll let me know your thoughts, uh, you know, on this first scene. But uh, from what I read and, and what I've been listening to, uh, you know, obviously 1985, a um, little, little wink nudge to Back to the Future, where 19 everything happens in 1985. Um, mm-hmm. There's also some, some pretty big comic book things that occurred in 1985. I'm not that familiar with them, but I, that's some some of the theories that were going around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then the funniest part is you, you you and I talked about the He-Man trailer and how it used that 80s song, and I bet you the, the folks <laughs> at Disney are pissed Yeah, at the guys <laughs> from He-Man for taking their thunder because they use the same song in the same manner. Um, and yes... Yes. Almost was, kind of great. a better way. I mean, oh, that, man. That opening scene was
1: fantastic. It, it showed, um, to me, let, let, let's set the scene. So it started off in Wisconsin, like you said, but I don't remember how it got to where the time variant police came. But it just showed, it basically was Loki, the Loki variant, the bad Loki, basically took mind control with just a touch of the temple of one of the time variant police and then. Like you said, I need a hero. Starts playing, and she starts destroying all the other police officers. So what we learned there was that this Loki can mind control and is pretty pretty ruthless. Because I'm pretty sure all those time police died.
0: Oh yeah, she 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 took them all out. Like this yeah. wasn't I. I wake up a little bit later. now that she. I think she snapped one of the dudes' necks. Yeah, yeah. It was. It.
1: it was kind of a brutal scene, but. Also, with the mind control, so she clearly was controlling her after she touched her, but she was still in use. Oh, I say she, but she was still in use of uh, her body. So she could still do other things
0: while um the mind control dummy is doing whatever she needs for it. Right, right. I mean, it, it's a very, it's it's a more powerful Loki than we've seen yeah. with, with powers that we haven't seen in the MCU. I know, I know those of you that know the comics really well probably aren't surprised by some of these, you know, these powers. But for for the for layman like me who does who doesn't really you know up on the comics, I, I'm now going. Well, what the hell are we going to do now? This this Loki has some 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 great stuff. I mean, some some amazing powers. Um, just a quick timeout. I got. I got. I was shouting him out, uh, Douglas Weber, man. Wu Tang. He's representing the Wu. I know the Doug, Wu. and he's a good, good guy. And glad you're on the show, man. Thank you for chiming in. All Shout right, out Doug. Shout out to Doug <laughs> representing the Wu. All right. Um, all right. Now, um, the, the 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 good the good thing was that you know when they when they started the episode and they you know they they start introducing this mysterious character, which we know and and again, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. It eventually becomes what we're calling Lady Loki, yes. right? Um, there was a big reveal towards the end, but but again, if you're if you're watching this, you, you already know this. Um, so again, um, but but again, the way that they veil it, the way that they they light it, and the way that it was it was shot that first scene um, was was amazing. And what you have is um, you know them to, uh, you know taking hostages, setting yeah. up the scene, right? And that that's I think where the the this show really sort of um, starts to make you think, why is she doing that? Why is this happening? And so, yep. you know, Loki has to try to answer those questions. Yeah. Yep. I, I also wondered that because
1: after the mind control police officer took down the team, she kind of dragged, she dragged her through the time door and like brought her with her. So I, I really, when I first saw that I was kind of confused as to why, and I don't even think,
0: do you think we got an answer to that? Why she brought her exactly? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I so what happened is I think this was setting the bait,
1: right? Mm, like, like to get them to chase her.
0: Right. Because I think even even though Loki, because you know, eventually Loki and the team show up um to the Renaissance fair, um, and Loki does sort of try to pull the BS um yeah. you know with them, what happens is you he, he sees it. It's it you're setting the trap. You're saying Come find me, come with me and I'll show you. And so um that was the the again, that's a very a good, clever way to use Loki's uh, you know, his inte- his intellect and his mind control. Um, and I love the way that Owen Wilson's character, Mobius, just calls him out on his bullshit. Like, yeah, like, like hey man, like, like like there was a scene like, like they're looking at each other, and it's a believable Tom Hiddleston performance, and you're like, okay, I believe this, I believe this, I believe this. And then Mobius is like, Nah, man, you're full of shit. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) So, I mean, so, so again, that's, you know, and then, and, and what you were saying is they answer a lot of questions. Right. I mean, right off the bat. So, um, you know, we, we find out about the Nexus events, we find out about the, the charges. Yeah. Um, you know, and then what happens if you if you get too close to the red line? That's a big. I think it was it was hinted at in episode one, and then further explored in episode two. But like that, that's you know what that is too is in 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 great great movies and in great uh, episodes of TV. Um, there is always uh, ticking time. If ever there's a suspenseful series, or there's, there's always a time frame or a time hack or something you have to do yeah. before and so that to me is just great storytelling and it gives you a running clock which at the end of it you're i mean you're just like what in the hell are they going to do when the clock starts running out right yeah
1: um we first see loki when he's he's like sitting at a desk all casual like if he's part of the tva and this is where where i'm kind of confused like uh miss minutes she kind of pops out of the screen, almost like a projection, but there's no light from the TV. I mean, from the, the computer. And every time she steps on something, it's kind of like a live action. Like she's like making the noise, like if she has footsteps. So I'm kind of curious if she's like, a. and I think he asked her too, like, it's like, can you hear me? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? And she's like, she's like, yeah, I can understand you. And he, I think he also asked if she's like real or a computer. And she said, she's kind of both. So I'm kind of confused to that, and I'm excited to see what they do with her.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's one of those, and, and and for you know those that are picking up Easter eggs and clues, that's the first sort of steps that you start to look and go, okay, there's more to this TVA than meets the eye. Yeah. And I think one of the theories I saw was that the TVA might be just it might be the villain in this in the series. Um, or some form of villainy, right? Um, because all things are not making sense now, right? It, it you know, it, I will say this: it's a thinking person's show. I mean, for sure. I mean, you could sit there and watch it all the way through and not think about anything, but if you're really into the series or you're into the, you know, Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, you're oh, you're wondering how does this tie into everything? And it goes and to back me, to good
1: storytelling. Oh, yeah, you know, good yeah. writing. It wants you asking more. Yeah,
0: and and listen, and I think I think what you're getting at is is Miss Minutes real, right? Is it, yeah. is it part of his consciousness? Is it what is it exactly? And that's that's the part of the series that um, you have to you know, you have to find out the answer. Like that's something that hopefully gets you know, he's asking the question for a reason. They're are no dummies at Marvel. They're they're setting mm. it up so that you ask the same question. Yep. Yeah. Even at the end of the first episode ominously
1: you hear her voice like let us know if you had a good time you know what i mean like they're setting her up to be kind of creepy and even loki like tries to hit her and she like dodges it so it's like she ha- i feel like she is real in some capacity but i just don't know if she's like the bad guy per se or like maybe she's like she's like their boss you know what i mean like the, the boss you have to get to before the timekeepers like i could see that being the case
0: yeah Oh no no and, um, you know what what again with 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 miss you know with miss minutes and the and the and the very I mean this is just it's too much for my my little brain man my little brain is just it's short circuiting man I, I can't I can't keep up with all these theories and you know I and I, I I tell you I'll be honest man I I I had to watch the episode again and I did and then I had to watch it through the lens of the new rock stars and these guys breaking down theories because i just couldn't put it all together yeah uh, there's, there's way too much i mean that, and that's you know the one the one cool thing is and and i think what this what this show does is again it, get, it gives you just enough for the novice and then it gives you the easter eggs and treats for um you know for the the the, the really serious um, comic book collectors out yeah. there, because they went through Loki's variants, right? Like there are the different the different Loki's that they've seen, and I know each and every one of them was broken down by different YouTubers as a something that they've seen in the comics, right? Hmm. I mean, you they know, they showed they
1: showed a couple like actually pretty cool Loki variants. I mean, the there was like a Hulk looking Loki. Right. Like, almost, right, like almost he got hit with the, uh, the gamma radiation. There was like the Loki with like the blue giants, like skin color. Oh yeah. Yeah. The frost giant, the Loki. frost giant. Yeah. Yep. yeah, There was that, there was a devil looking one. And then like a, a, Loki that looked like he was like a tour de France, which I thought was kind of hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like a Loki, like riding bikes, winning championships. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Athletic Loki, you know, uh, but 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 again that's that's the nod to the hardcore comic book fans who have seen those those variants before mm. and so it, it, there's always something for everybody um let me let me continue here let's see now th- the one thing i would say is you know we talk about the timeline and and i think we had talked about it before um but they show you now what those chargers do and how would they do it right so there was a Amazing scene at the end of the Renaissance Festival, right where they, where they, you know, set the charges, and then you can finally see, um, you know, it taking into effect and how mm-hmm. it vaporizes or takes care of the timeline. So, so we
1: we got the answer that it, it destroys the timeline. There's no more timeline after that. It right. doesn't reset it. There's no like when they call it resetting, they're just saying they're killing it, pretty much. Yeah. Because even even Mobius made that clear. Because I thought when they did like the the first guy in the when Loki first gets to the TVA and they just zap the dude and they said they reset him. I thought they would just like send them back to his timeline, but Mobius made it very clear that he's like, I'll just reset him myself. And it was in, in the way of like, I'll kill him myself. So they, they definitely, those reset charges definitely destroyed whatever timeline that was like the same people that Loki seen in the first episode. They're no longer living for
0: sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. and And that's the thing. That's what we were wondering is, what happened to those people? Did they just like get a, and I think we said it right. Do they get the men in black mind wipe? Yeah. Um, or is it, you know, are, are they gone or, or how, what happens? Is, do they not remember? Or does it rewind everything? I thought maybe it was like the time stone where, you know how, when the time stone was used, you just hit the re like the rewind and yeah, then we could go goes, back. Yeah. It goes right back to that point. Um, and then those people just don't show up, but, um, apparently no, you get vaporized <laughs> if the, uh, you you see a time variant. So, um, you know, w- one thing we can we can talk about, and this is this is the the part of the show that gets really intriguing is you know Mobius' relationship with uh, who's this Ravona? Ravona, that- yeah, Ravona. I forgot her last name. Right, and so now you start to see she's got some skeletons in her closet, right? Like yeah. she's got. She, she said, "What? I, I you're not the only guy, right? The only agent I have working for me."
1: Um, that was kind of weird because it seemed like Owen Wilson's character Mobius was very like uh, jealous of this other, this other agent. Like, if they definitely cross paths and and they either I don't know if they don't like each other or they're in competition with each other, maybe trying to get like Ravona's attention or I don't know. But in the comics, Ravona was, I think. She was like dating one of the timekeepers, probably right. the main one. Uh, or no, no, not timekeeper, timekeeper. Sorry, King the Conqueror. She was dating King the Conqueror, right. right? So, I think her, her role in this is even bigger than they're leading on these first couple episodes as well. That's what that's the thing. There's so many, like, so many ways they can go, so many things they're throwing in here. Where it's like, maybe, maybe not. Here's a nod to because King the Conqueror is supposed to come in like Ant Man and the Wasp, like the next one.
0: Right, right. I mean, that's that I mean, that's the thing and I know I we've got a lot to cover, but so one, one theory, I know so much to cover. <laughs> um, but one theory I heard and I read and I saw and it made sense when, you know, once you hear it out loud, is that the TVA's location, right? That it might be in the quantum realm. Mm. Because there's, and I, 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 I'm always honest. I'm not the one who made up this theory. I just read it. Um, that they're saying, okay, there's a, there's a, a, in episode one, when Loki's sort of frozen and they slap him in the face, right and his face, is all. Yeah. Sort of thing, um, you know, she says time works differently here, mm-hmm. and then they, the, this, you know, they, they loop it back to Ant Man and you know talking about how time works differently in the quantum realm yeah. and that, you know, a couple of hours to him was five years. And so we, you know, if this theory is correct, I mean, it makes total sense and you can do a lot. And, and there was some, somebody who found an Easter egg in Ant-Man and the Wasp that's, that showed um, what looked like the TVA in the background when he was traveling through the quantum realm. So um that to me just opens up that. and oh and obviously the the title of the new ant-man and the lost movie is you know uh quantum mania or something like that so yeah, you know j- just like the tie-ins i mean look they've got us talking here about this show and there's several hundred youtubers who are doing the same thing and this is the genius of, of this disney series um and and the way it's put together, storytelling is just you know captivating. We honestly haven't
1: even talked about the episode. We've been talking right. about what can happen from what we oh, see yeah. from this episode. It's like that, like you said, great story writing, great storytelling, and the fact that they're having we can have this dialogue, especially like week to week. Now that we're doing this week mm-hmm. to week, it gives us so much content. Like I'm I'm right now. I'm trying to think of like how the episode went, but then I, every time we bring up something else, I'm like, oh, but wait, and then even that theory right there is like. Then if that was the city, that was in the back because I do remember that. And yep. was it Amen or was it the Avengers when he came out? Oh, you A-man. know, what,
0: it might be the Avengers because he, he was he was
1: traveling. He's yeah. coming out, I think. Believe yeah, I believe, yeah. But yeah, so that would make sense because the time does seem slower. And I think even in this episode, they kind of like they they give you a little bit more insight into Mobius. Like he clearly loves jet ski, so I, I do want to see Owen Wilson on on a jet ski at some point in this. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, he, he made it seem like he doesn't know how long he's kind of been there in a way. Because Loki asked him, like, how how long have you been here? He's like, it's hard to say. Like it, it you know, what I mean, they said the same thing. Time works differently.
0: Right, so, right. I think I think that was his answer, right? Yeah. Time works differently here. And so that if that's the recurring theme, this this they totally could be in the quantum realm. And that's yes, for sure. Again, that opens up huge storylines for him, man. And then that that again, um, I, again, you can go a hundred different ways with it, um, but you're right. There, we've been theorizing and we've been you know, <laughs> we talking about the episodes. <laughs> so let, let's talk about, so so again, there's this banter between Ravona and, and Mobius, mm-hmm. and there was some discussion about uh, the other um, analysts uh, working for him. And um, there was some weird exchange, some, you know, the cup thing. Um, yeah, there was already,
1: she was like, hey, use a coaster. And there was already a cup spot there and mobius this is where there's two clues where it seems like he's kind of jealous it was this one he's like i didn't even do that like and then he puts the coaster there and then she, uh she gives him some paperwork but this is after loki kind of like tricks him and um tries to like mess with him a little bit and we learn later why he did it but um so i think they're they're having dialect about like continuing to work with him he's like you know just give me one more chance you know and that's where he said i i'll, I'll I'll reset him myself. I'll, I'll take him out myself. And um, he signs the paperwork and he says something about like, oh, you must really like. I think he like mentioned like you must really like the other uh, agent or something like that. So there's there's something between it. So it
0: makes me wonder if he's a variant of him. Oh, and, and, uh, yep. And that's that's another theory, too, is 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 his Mobius. Agent. Right. You know, it's is just another Mobius that that she likes better. Right. The The different version of him. But you know what's funny, and you mentioned it, right? Um, the whole jet ski thing, yeah, it, it blew up on the internet. It's you know the dumbest. <laughs> I, I I say the dumbest things, but the dumbest things just blow up all of a sudden. Now now yeah. there's memes of Owen Wilson on a jet ski, and everyone wants to see that. And if we don't see that, then the fans will riot. So, um, but it, that's again that's the charm of Owen Wilson's character. Um, I, I mean, I think he, you know, and I. I I'm not going to knock Owen Wilson. I think he makes great movies and I haven't seen some of his more serious stuff, but he's putting in a pretty heavyweight performance here because there's a lot of nuance to what he's doing and how he's saying things. And, um, and honestly, I've, you know, the first episode, my kids and I joked, we're like, we want him to say, wow, you know, and do his little voice. (laughs) Right. And by midway through the episode, I I'm, I'm convinced this is who he is, right? I'm convinced yeah. of his character, and now in episode two, I'm not even questioning it. I, I really feel like, um, you know, he's he's Mobius, and I, I'm I'm following along, but where the where it looks, you know, where where, where his performance, um, really really gels is even after the Ravona scene, which was a great scene,
1: yeah.
0: Um, when him and Loki do the good cop bad cop thing, yeah. Um, that that was just fun, fun to watch and fun to see both characters' wheels turning because yeah, they their, to their, their banter back and forth is really good. I,
1: I, even Tom Hiddleston's performance th- this episode was just as good as the first one because after uh, Ravona and Mobius talk, basically they show Loki going to like the. I guess it would be considered the law library. I guess of the TVA, maybe. Right. He, right. he he was just asking for files on like the time, uh, the timekeepers, and just trying to get information on uh, on TVA and everything. And the lady was like, definitely not into him. It was a kind of a funny scene because he said hello. He like he he comes up to her, says hi, and she literally didn't acknowledge him until he rang the bell. And he just taps the bell. She finally acknowledges him. He asks, hey, can I get the files for like the time the timekeepers? She clearly wasn't gonna give it to him. She's like, that's classified. He's like, Oh, well, what can I get? And she just gives him a stack of Loki files. And in the Loki files, he's going through. And did um him and
0: Mobius speak about the files before? I remember that. You know, it might have been mentioned. I don't, I don't recall, but it may make sense. He's got to try to find the answers to this. Yeah, issues, right? To, but um he flips through and what what he
1: he finds the Ragnarok, because remember this Loki doesn't live to that point but uh, or he hasn't lived to that point. And so he sees that Asgard is destroyed and the same performances when he saw like his mom die, he, he, you could see the emotion on his face and I thought that was brilliant. But in seeing the Asgard uh, files, it gave him the clue of maybe the other Loki variant is hiding in doomsday events because no matter what, the world's going to end, and no matter what you do, it won't affect the timeline. It won't create a branch variant. So they won't find them in there, which I thought was that, that kind of blew my mind. I was like, damn, like I wouldn't even have thought of that. If, if they kept this going for a couple episodes, I wouldn't even
0: have thought about where or how
1: the variant's hiding from them because right. clearly they could see everything, right?
0: Right. And, 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 you know, where you, what you think is the most important thing, which is how do I find this key variant, right? Yeah. Um, it gets answered in in a couple of minutes but your your mind is blown you're like wait a second and, and i you know like you were saying he's he's reading the the you know what when he finds out what happens to his you know his home in Ragnarok and the performance is just so subtle that mm-hmm. you can see it in his eyes and you can see the pain that's there but it, Instantly, right? Instantly figures out this thing, and I, what I love is the comedic stuff, right? So it, it shifts right into slapstick comedy. Yeah. Um. Not slapstick, but I mean something just just a comedic performance, um, where you know you're invested. You go, oh man, he's he's lost his family. He, he just found out about Ragnarok, and somebody's like, oh, so you you find out? Yeah, it's fine. It's no big deal. Let's just talk about this, and he like like moves it forward. Yeah. And and then he the salad scene, like. You know, if you and I don't think it was a long cut. I think it was you know chopped up. But yeah. the banter and the writing in that scene were so like you know great on timing because it was like he's like, "All right, pretend this is a, pretend this is a Nexus event." Mm-hmm. No, that's my salad. You know, yeah, hey, um, so that's not have... Asgard. That's my that's my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, and that's the thing. It's it's it goes from very serious stuff and, and, and heavy topic to. This light scene, but even in that scene, if you didn't realize what he was saying, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a dumbed down version of of what he you know his explanation. Um, but um, I, I I found it riveting. I was like, oh man, he, he, and it's, it was funny, but at the same time, I'm still okay. I get now what he's saying, but yeah. I, I still wasn't there. Um, and then they went to Pompeii, like the the time yeah. jump, and I was like. Oh, okay. I I because it was what an apocalyptic event. I'm thinking apocalyptic is the end of the world. Yeah. But this was this was what I don't. I'd never heard of the Pompeii event
1: in real life, but I guess it was just what an explosion from a volcano and like the yeah yeah the ash and the smoke killed like a population around it.
0: Yeah. So but famously, I, famously, you can still find remnants of people who were stuck in the ash, still, um, still to this day. Um, some are preserved, some you know, but it's it was a huge thing. So when I saw Pompeii, I knew I knew it was the I knew it was the uh, a volcanic eruption and the annihilation of that of that city. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, what helped me understand was I, I kept thinking apocalyptic was end of the world scenario. I'm like, how many times can you end the world? Yeah. And they explained it to be these these series of events, right? So made sense in in the sense of the, of the story for me. Um, but I think again, his performance on this. Um, going from from just regular, you know, explaining it to madness, right? He'll you know, open up to the goats and you know run away, and then the you know then the Pompeii actual event happens. So, and that shows Mobius that his theory
1: is correct, and that the Loki variant was definitely hiding in in some of these, I guess, apoc- apocalyptic uh, events. But even then. <clears throat> I was kind of confused on to actually go ahead. Go ahead. Oh I no, no, no. i lost my train.
0: No, that's fine, man. It's fine. So, so so again, that that event sets it up for the next set. So now now it's a matter of okay, which event is the Loki hiding in? Mm-hmm. Right. So that was a great segue to the next scene. And that's what I again, the story is so tight that there's not a moment you can waste. And so when they do take a, a few minutes to explain or, ex, you know, do exposition on why we're looking at this, it, as soon as it's done, they're moving. They're moving yeah. quickly to the next, the next. And, uh, the, and this episode was
1: like 15 minutes shorter than last week's episode. So right. they had a little bit less time to, to flesh it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and listen, the, the, it, 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 was, it was full of action. Um, I think some, some complained online that there was a little bit too much talking, but you needed that you needed the discussions. Yeah. I thought, honestly, going. all
1: the talking was, was helpful and pushed the forward, the story forward. Because without that, we wouldn't have got, a, I mean, without the salad scene, we wouldn't have got the, the breakdown of what he was actually thinking. Because he just was reading the files, and then they go into the salad scene. Which I, I did, did think the salad scene maybe took a little too long. Because he kept pouring, like, salt. Like, there's a couple times, even I think there was definitely, like, a laugh that uh, Tom Hiddleston got. Owen oh, Wilson to laugh like that wasn't in, supposed yeah. to be there.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like out of place. It was like what? And then- <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, you know, we move on to to so that we figure it out, and then they do some investigative work, which shows they're them working together, yeah. trying to figure out this timeline, and then we do a, a future jump, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to the future. Um, but one one thing about um, the future is, uh, you know, I, I know there's a lot of significance to the future and what what timelines. And I'll, I'll, we're going to talk about what timelines they're resetting because there's there's a whole scene about them resetting certain timelines. Yeah. Um, but before we do, you know, again, th- this is what we were talking about before that that these were the the timekeepers. One of them mm-hmm. um, supposed to be King the Conqueror, right? And then Ravona is is you know. One of the things that, that uh, a couple people noticed is that there's some scenes where the statues, if you look at them, the mm-hmm. one in the middle is always doing something different than the other two timekeepers, um, and that's sort of hinting at maybe this this timekeeper isn't what they seem that they are. Yeah. Um, and and so again, it just it, there's so much so much you know good information, so many Easter eggs. So I at. don't think originally
1: I don't think King the Conqueror is a timekeeper, but the the structure of the dude's uh, the the middle timekeeper's face right on the, in the judge quarters is structured like the actor that's playing King the Conqueror so I think that's where people are theorizing that it might be King the Conqueror and that could be why the face is different that could be their little twist because he the 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 face that face right above her looks like the actor that's pl- gonna play King the Conqueror in the Ant Man movie so that could be the twist and. Which leads me to, to think, like, do we see him in this, as like maybe even like in uh, the last episode after credit scene?
0: You know, it, you know, it would be it would be one of the, you know. I think I think they know how to lead you in to the next the next you know movie or how to you know keep you theorizing. I think you'll get like a my my guess like a Thanos type cameo.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: where it's just sort of a turn and you know who that character is yeah maybe
1: Ravona like walks into his chamber and like says something you know? right and then black right I and I then just, you're I just like
0: then you're like oh god why'd you end it on this one <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's see let's keep moving along here yeah. let's see um okay so we're gonna get to the charges right but before we do um let's talk about all right, so they so they figure out where um, the Loki variant is, and Alabama, Al- Alabama of all places, right? Um, getting hit with a was it Category Eight hurricane, yeah. Which it looked brutal. It did look brutal. Now, I you know, listen, we're from Florida. I know, I know you. You know, you've yeah, gone through right. hurricanes, and I, I'm still here. If, if you know, the fact for, that it's Category Eight and it's in Alabama is kind of wild. <laughs> So, you know, I looked at that funny because at first I was like, I, at the first, at first viewing, I was like, okay, category eight, that seems ridiculous, but, you know, move along. And then, and second viewing, I started to think, okay, how do, how would Floridians react to the, to a category eight coming their way, which means that there was a category six, seven, and eight that showed up at some point and was category, you know, ha- ha- was found out to be that much destruction, you know? So, um, you know, the Florida guy in me, a Florida man, um, (laughs) just kept thinking like, okay, what in the world would I do? But it makes total sense. It's in the future. And this was the small hint, and this is just – I like to look at some things from a political lens, and, you know, sometimes storytelling will go there. Um, A lot of hints to climate change and a lot Mm -hmm. of hints to – to saving, you know, the, you know, why are we doing what we're doing? I I, I read a couple theories and it didn't make sense. You know, it wasn't as a, it was a bit of a stretch, but mm-hmm. that's something that can be peppered in there. And I, I mean, like, this is what like almost 20,
1: 30 years in the future, 30 years, 29 years in the future. So like, that's definitely,
0: that's, that's actually a good pickup. I didn't even pick that up. Yeah, no, no, and and so that's what I said. I, I, sometimes I look at it from a political lens, and I go, "Okay, well, are they trying to give us a message?" Mm-hmm. Um, and someone had mentioned, and I, I had uh, watched a couple of videos where somebody had said, "This could be their one way of just peppering in climate change as one of the central themes." Um, one one theory is that the Loki variant is trying to. Um, is trying to save the environment in some shape or form from this, but it seemed like a stretch to me, but yeah, you know, I could see if it goes that way. All right. So we go into this, this thing. Um, I forgot what it was called. I don't know if I have it here. Um, I, I forgot it was called either. Yeah. It's like a huge, you know, Walmart, Amazon type store. And, um, you know, here we are, right? The the the, the time the time the TBA and Loki are are hot on the heels of the um, the Loki variant, and the, the Loki variant pulls that same stuff, starts shifting into people's bodies, right? And um, they broke up before that. They
1: broke up like they walked in. Mobius was like, "Hey, Loki, come with me." And um, oh yeah, yeah. The, the the main officer was like, "No, nah, he's he's staying with me because this is already after." the Wisconsin thing where he kind of effed him over. And like I said, he explains it earlier, but he tells the, the Loki variant that he basically helped her get away. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, I, I I held them up for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like if he tried to, if he did something good, that was just him trying to weasel his way in there. But I didn't understand why he was like, he did seem like he was stalling in the beginning. Now, when you look back at it, it's like, oh, he was stalling. So he answers why he was stalling, but um, the power goes out because obviously it's a hurricane. Right. And they they split up. And then how did it – it was just a random person that walked up to him and I think it was like B-15 is her name. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know? yeah.
0: And, and that was the Loki variant taking over that person's body, right? Which yeah. I thought it
1: was dope because that person touches B-15 and then takes control of her. So not only does the Loki need to – the Loki doesn't need to, to come in contact with the person to take control of him,
0: which is yeah. kind of a OP power if you really think about it right right and and then loki recognizes it right away and yeah. introduces himself and like hey nice to meet you now so let's let's move on here mm-hmm. um, and that's the fun part is he can see it he can see through the illusion or through the the magic so to speak and um you know and then we get a reveal right we, we yeah. get a reveal of who this who this uh, loki character is and it's none other than lady loki as we would call her um, she but, didn't like the Loki name. No,
1: she did not like that. She's like, Ugh, Don't call me that. So, well, I wonder what they're gonna call her.
0: Well, I think, I think in the credits, she's listed as Cherie, and it's it's a still, it, is this is Cherie or Sylvie? Sylvie, Sylvie. I'm sorry, okay. you're right. Um, which I believe is a, is, is a... it takes possession of Loki's powers, right? Or something like mm-hmm. that. I, I, I had read that, um, but. But again, this, this, and here, and listen, here's the one. I, I do have a, I do have a, a bit of a gripe. Okay. And I, and I, t- I tweeted this out because I was, I was pissed. I hadn't watched the episode yet. Right. And, you know, mm, again, I want to go. I, 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 I we, yeah, we had theorized that it might be Lady Loki. And you had mentioned it last time when we talked. Um, and me, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. I'm just trying to, you know, do a little research before I watch the, the episode, but I'm not trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. And I see this on somebody's <laughs> post. I mean, this image right here goes right on somebody's thumbnail. <laughs> Talk about, spoiler I that warning. could be.
1: <laughs> spoiler
0: alert? That's hilarious. Like, like, did, on, he even, did, did he even cover her face? didn't cover her face, didn't say nothing, didn't say, you know, it was just more like uh, Loki 2 spoiler talk, spoiler warning, and this is the image I see. And then I went on tw- on Twitter, and then there were three or four people posted this same image. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. Now I know there's a lady Loki, um, yeah. or some form of it. And I was pissed. I, I-, I went and I sat down with the-, with the family to watch Loki, and I told them, I was like, I'm pissed off because I know a, a- Critical detail about the show. And it yeah. that it didn't ruin it for me. It didn't. It, I mean it just killed that you know, that that reveal. But um that's the only abort- thing that sucks
1: about it coming out at twelve o'clock because people are gonna watch it before you even if you know what I mean if you live a normal, I'm up at the time, but if you're like sleep when it comes out, you're gonna you're gonna see the spoilers on your timeline. It's, it's yeah, gonna be man. hard, it's
0: hard to avoid them. And some people are like, "Wait till Friday. Wait to listen. Don't just don't put spoilers. This is Loki discussion." Yeah. Listen, if we had put in our thumbnail this image right that said Loki spoiler discussion,
1: I bet we'd you be clicks, doing the same jerk move. I bet you the clicks are crazy though. If you're the first oh, one to spoil, yeah. <laughs> you're the first person to put it on the thumbnail. The clicks are crazy. Yeah,
0: for sure. Like, like so, so that so I got beef with whoever did that. You know. <laughs> You, whoever you are, you, Came you're a you killjoy. You're an asshole, and I can't stand you. Um, stop doing that. Um, the, the same thing is happening with um, the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Yeah, I can't. I can't take that anymore. I mean, there, every every day there's a new. When will the trailer drop? When will the tra- Who cares, man? It's just like when it drops, then put out your thumbnails. But everyone's got a thumbnail now. I will. I will admit. I have a thumbnail ready, <laughs> <laughs> ready to go. I have one ready to go so that I can do my reaction from wherever I am and just post it right away. <laughs> but um, I ain't gonna post it until it's ready. I, I was, I was almost like I was gonna do it on Twitter and just post the thumbnail and say, um, you know, no way home uh, reaction, and see if anybody would click if on it. If anybody click on it, then I'd be a jerk for doing that. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the Loki discussion. Um, that was a good quick rant. Um, so now the, the great thing that happens in the episode, right, is okay, so there's this exchange with Loki. Um, we find who Lady Loki is. Um, mm-hmm. and all hell breaks loose.
1: Yeah, before they even meet her, she sees them on like the security camera. She says, like, a 20 minute timer and this is when they first enter the building. So by this time it has to be I'm thinking what like 10 or less minutes. And they have a, they have their little uh banter back and forth and Loki's like oh so you're a, a version of me and she's like no it's more like you're a version of me. So that I thought that was kind of telling. Um but then you want to tell
0: them what happens when the timer runs out Oh my God. So, <laughs> so, but, well, listen, first of all, there's a sense of dread, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you're not sure what's happening. I, I thought at first, and this was when I first watched it, and I, I got it after the, the, like a couple of minutes after they started showing what happened. I thought she set off the Chargers right then and there. Yeah to kill that timeline of where they were and that would erase everybody in there. But I, what I did realize is that she has the the portal yeah. and sent these charges to different points in time. We didn't even mention that. when she In the
1: opening scene, when she took mind control of the TVA agent that she brought with her through the portal, she took her time controller and that's mm-hmm. what allowed her to open the time doors. And that was a big point for that because that's exactly what she used the time doors to, to loop the... Um, The reset charges, but that actually would have been a sinister thing if she would have just destroyed the timeline, right there.
0: But yeah, and I was like, that's why I didn't understand. I was like, oh, she she set the twenty minute timer, and then she it looked like she had set them off, and I go, oh my god, she's about to wipe out everything in this timeline. The amount of reset charges she had
1: was ten plus. Like it was it was a lot of reset charges. That was a superstore, and it
0: filled like every aisle pretty much. Right, right, and that's and that's what I'm saying is. To me, I was filled with like dread. I was like, "Holy shit! She just she just went nuclear on these guys." Yeah. How the hell are they gonna get out of this? And then when and then that's what I'm saying. Fast forward to going back to the TBA, and the and you see the branches mm-hmm. from all points in time, and I that's when I, I jaw dropped.
1: Yeah, it, it looked like this. The sacred timeline was just getting dispersed into different timelines, and it was like, like I said, multiple, at least twenty. I mean, yeah. they had they had a list. There was like a list of like past events. This right there, yeah, exactly that list. But like you can see, Asgard, Vormir, um, I th- I saw Rome, Italy. There's a lot of like even subtle that has nothing to do with Marvel, but just actual life events that you could catch. Um, there was Eagle the Planet, so. Oh yeah, she ego, said, ego she, she was said, there. Yeah, she sent it to different times and different places all throughout the multi. Well, I guess essentially creates the multiverse, almost, huh? Right, because there's no way they can stop the red lines from happening. No, so not at that rate. No, because, no, and, because even Mobius said in the beginning of the episode, you have to physically be there to stop it, like head on. Like you have to go to
0: that point and
1: and stop it. So,
0: right, and and that's and that's where now the again. I was at, at Theory Central at the beginning of the episode, and as I'm watching it, I'm, sh- I'm in shock. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is happening. And then the charges go off, the timelines start splitting. Mm-hmm. There's that ticking time clock that I was telling you about in the beginning was yeah. now there's a sense of dread. Like, how are you going to get to all of these charges? Yeah. And you're not. No. There's no way you're going to get there. And I think she's she's not erasing variants She's erasing existing timelines. I don't even think
1: she's erasing. I think she's just creating different timelines because the reset charge took away the red line. Mm -hmm. But this one was creating red lines. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't necessarily think she did it to destroy the timeline. I think she did it to break up the sacred timeline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and one theory is that she knows how to get to the timekeepers. Mm. And this is, this might be, This might be her way of getting to the timekeepers. Or
1: this threat is so big that only the timekeepers can stop it and it forces their hand and and pulls them out to where she can get to them. Right. I see that, too. Hmm.
0: Right. I mean, now, what what the theories are, obviously, is if she goes to Vormir and, you know, creates a different timeline there, is Black Widow gone? Is Gamora gone, right? Yeah. Are these... Did these things get impacted, Asgard? Did they save something in Asgard? Right, the, mm-hmm. they stopped Ragnarok. Um, I mean, this is again, this is what good storytelling does: is it creates these. Uh, again, I, it's in my brain. It's like uh, it's embedded in there. I'm now theorizing about it. I'm thinking about the stupid show. Uh, you know, long after I've watched it, I can't wait to see what happens on Wednesday. Um, but. But I mean, this is this is the this is the and I, I will say top notch storytelling, top notch yeah. acting. Um, really, nothing wasted. Nothing no. wasted in the episode.
1: You had 36 minutes, and it was from the start to to the end. Even if, like like you said earlier, people were complaining about too much talking, I think there was a perfect balance of action and talking because you got two action scenes at the beginning and at the end, and then you got all the information you needed because. Like even through this conversation, I was just like, oh yeah, they did mention, like Mobius did mention this and oh yeah, she got the time car, uh, the time controller from the first cop. And that's why that's probably what completed her plan and what she needed for that. You know what I mean? So they did well, they did really well with this episode and they, it leaves you with more questions than you, you started the episode with because they answered the couple questions we had last week, but now I have even more questions. Like, right, right, is she well, good?
0: You know what I mean? Is she doing something good? Right and that, and then now there's that cliffhanger, right? So so again oh. the, the the timeline gets broken. You're you're in complete shock, mm-hmm. and then Loki does a Loki thing. He follows her, right? And he yeah. leaves with her. And so I know the TVA thinks that it's Loki double crossing them, yeah. and who knows? Right now you're left to speculate. Is I Loki think the, I think
1: I think he, I'm sorry I'm sorry to cut
0: you off. Go ahead. I think
1: I think he uh. His face again, his facial is acting. His facial expressions though kind of showed like he didn't want to because Mobius was running. Obviously, it's like a, a high intensity scene. She has a time door. She walks through the time door. Time door stays open, which leads me to believe she wanted Loki to go or she knew he was going to come because um, Mobius is running down and he turns, looks at Mobius, and he has a like, kind of like, damn, I don't really want to you over right now especially because they had like i said uh, like you said good banter through the whole episode they kind of you could tell they're kind of like becoming friends or gaining respect for each other either one and um so it kind of looked like he didn't want to go but then he goes through the door and it closes immediately which so it led me to believe that she either wanted him to go or she knew he was gonna come
0: you right i mean well and, and i i think and this is just again i i love to to you know i i look at this again I always say, you know, little brain here, um, because I don't like to do a whole lot of thinking on these things. But I do harken back to the beginning, the Renaissance Fair episode. I think set. Up, you ever watch a movie where they, you know, in the first scene or the first act, they pretty much tell you, know, you, yeah, they're yeah. going to tell you how it ends. Yeah. I think that's exactly what happened. Is th- it was sort of them explaining to you as the audience, like, this is what she's doing, and it's a trap right it's mm-hmm. a trap she took a hostage it's a trap um, and loki sort of understands how she's thinking i think what that scene does is it puts you in loki's mindset to say he knows this character and he knows what this character's thinking and so that gives you the real ability that he's going to figure out what she's doing but when it when at the end she he goes through the time the time uh, window with him with her mm-hmm. um you start to think, does he really know what she's doing? And is this part of his plan? Or
1: is it part of hers?
0: Is it part of hers? And so now it's who's one upping who, right? Yeah. Is it is it the new Loki variant or is it Loki that has the upper hand? And what is the end game for them? And that's that's it almost the, feels like they're putting
1: like which one's smarter or which one's more clever. Because she mm-hmm. seemed very she seemed very intellectual. She seems like she has this already thought out and she kind of seems like she's
0: like four or five steps ahead of like even the TVA right now. Right. Right. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. So now, now you, you know, now we're left to theorize what are Loki's motives, right? Mm -hmm. What is his, you know, motivation for following the variant? What's he going to do next? And, you know, honestly, um, this next episode is a crapshoot. I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. I I mean, I'm left with, I'm left with more about thinking about the timeline and how they mm-hmm. severed the timeline um, than anything else. I, I don't, I, not that I don't care what lo, where Loki goes, but that's where my head's at. Like uh, it's almost like it affected me. Like my timeline got, got <laughs> screwed up. Like, what what's going on with my timeline? But um, just I do th- think I do think
1: next episode is going to be a lot of like exposition and a lot of like learning about her backstory and and kind of maybe learning her motives a little better because. That, it seems like Loki's very good at, like, trying to get... Uh, maybe this is a trickster in him, but he gets comfortable with people and, and gets people to talk. And that's, that's another thing. It's like, she might be the same way. I mean, she's a van of him. So it's like, there might be a lot of, like, back and forth and a lot of explaining this episode. Because this this past episode was a lot. You know what I mean? Like, what they did with the, the timeline especially. Because if they don't fix it by next episode, then... I personally think this is what causes the multiverse and, th- and this is where we start. This is the beginning of the multiverse. But right right. Yeah, I really don't know.
0: Now now the, the big thing, you know, is and this is now where we go when we get to this is the second half or second act of the of the thing. If you're thinking of it as a 6-hour movie, um, you know, we've just hit the first act going into the yeah. second. And so this is where it will slow down, I think, um, mm-hmm. to give you some time to breathe and explain um because you've got to now process a lot of what's happening and they've got to start tying up loose ends before they get to the next i think the last two episodes are going to be just jam packed um you know them flying through a lot of things Mm -hmm. um but these next two episodes i think will give you the foundation of okay this is where we're going and what we're gearing up for um and in true you know marvel fashion and the you know the fans Probably want a big cameo of some sort, or they want to see King the Conqueror or something, you know. With WandaVision, I, I
1: kind of doubt a cameo. It doesn't right, seem like they're right. trying to do that right now. Well, As it's, much
0: fans? yeah, it, it's a fan thing, it's yeah. not anything that, that has to do with the show. So, no, and my son, who uh, Little Llama, mm. <laughs> it's a running joke now. His theory is. John Krasinski is going to show up <laughs> somewhere in the show. Uh, John Krasinski will make a cameo um, as uh, Mr. Fantastic. And I, I, I've told him that they're far away from that, but every time he tells me let's look for an end credit scene, John Krasinski showing up. And I said, no, nah, I don't think that's happening, man. I don't know, <laughs> man. They, they got to set up the, they got to set up the fantastic
1: four at some point. Cause I think they already announced their, their movie, no, I don't uh, they, think they announced it, but they, they kind of like already, yeah, they, they, that they're in, in production.
0: Yeah, they're going to start hinting, and I think they're going to start. I think this multiverse and, and the way that this works, I don't think it's going to be one of those events where it, maybe maybe they're setting up like an end game event, right? This mm-hmm. is the beginning of this, you know, this this trilogy, this big you know formation of movies. Um, so it will culminate in the end of the multiverse or something. Mm-hmm. But in, in this end, you're going to have all of these offshoots. You're going to have the X-Men and the yeah. mutant gene. I do introduced. think the sacred
1: timeline that they're, right. they're speaking of is going to get destroyed by the end of this, whether it's right, right. from what she just did or they fix that and then it blows up in some other way or even like – who I don't know, man. There's so many ways because Loki could be the one that could destroy, like our Loki. Who? He, what if he – the ultimate flip would be making him bad because they're they're having us follow him and making it feel like he's, I mean, they're giving us a lot of like moments where he feels you can see like he's feeling these emotions and stuff, but like, he's still the 2012 Loki, which still has bad in his heart. So it's like he he could be the bad guy at the end of the day, or we could get what we said earlier, the TVA being, being the, the overall bad guys. So many options, man.
0: I, you know, I think, and this would be, this would be amazing if they made Loki the ultimate bad guy, and he betrays the TVA, and he betrays, you know, Loki, fa- Loki fashion. You can't have a Loki show without him doing some Loki stuff. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if if he, I mean, if you think about it, right, I, I don't know if Tom Hiddleston is, is signed on to do more movies mm-hmm. uh, or anything. This may be his swan song, right? Like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Why not have this character go out with a bang, right? Yeah. Like, huge. And Loki in true Loki fashion is the architect of what happens next. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the, you know, he's the guy who makes everything happen moving forward and he's gone and you'll mm-hmm. curse the name Loki for the rest of the times you watch these movies. But um, that I mean, that would be great. It, it, and to me, that's how you subvert expectations. That's how you, you know, keep the fans sort of thinking about the characters. Yeah. Um, but I, not for, not, not for a cheap, you know, heel turn, right. Say WWE wrestling, we don't need them to do a, you know, a cheap heel turn and, you know, you know, hit hit the variant with a chair over the head. Um, we, we need it to be a very smart turn and with, with reasons that we can now understand. Um, but again, who knows, right? He, He can be, you know, known as the hero moving forward and there could be some flexibility for him, but we'll see. We'll see what happens now. One thing we didn't talk about and, you know, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about it is what happened at the TVA when the timeline was, 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 was screwed over mm-hmm. is they looked like they were preparing for something. It yeah. they didn't look like, I mean, they were freaking out. Right. I mean, yeah. everybody was, but Ravona looked like she was getting ready to do something. Um, the, the, the TVA was assembling its, its force. Mm-hmm. So, my understanding, or my my theory, is um, the Loki's are coming. The, the Loki variants are coming that way, and I think it's it's to meet with the timekeepers or to figure out how to meet with the timekeepers, um, mm. because they're preparing for something. Either the timekeepers are coming down to check out what happened, or they're preparing for this protocol. I'm sure there's oh, so you're thinking the lo- like the Loki's are are coming to the TVA itself. I I think so. I think, <clears throat> I think with that they've they've got total control. I'm thinking it's more like a code red,
1: like mm. the, the timelines. F, because think about it now that like uh, what Mobius said, they have to go to each of these red lines, these offshoots, and stop it at the source. So I mean, that's probably going to take all their troops to. I mean, there was a there was what there was a massive amount of. I mean, they they didn't specify how many research reset charges she sent out. But right. the list that that was going was kind of it was quite long, and it was all over the place. So I'm thinking maybe they could go, you know, what I mean, they could try to dispatch it like that. But also, I mean, the last time before that there was a sacred timeline, there was a a war on the time. So, you know what I mean? So they could they they could be preparing for that as well, like another timeline war.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's do this. I think I think we've got. Um, any final thoughts on Loki? We do have one more small topic we can talk about, but any any last thoughts on Loki or anything that you're thinking about that maybe we haven't covered, man?
1: No, I, I just think this episode was another good step. I mean, another great episode, really. It, it didn't take any step back. It would It answered the questions like we stated. It, it gave us more questions. It gave us a little bit more of an understanding of, of our Loki, a little bit more understanding of Mobius. So I think they did a really good job for the second episode. And I'm excited to see what the series brings.
0: Yeah. Me, me too. I, like I said, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm in. And again, looking at this um, from different lenses, my wife is hooked. Yeah. Like, like oh. she's, she's invested now into this storyline and, She's casually watching it. She's not is she's not breaking it down with me or you. Ugh. She's just casually watching, and she's hooked. She can't wait till the next episode. So even from
1: last week, when she said it was like too, it could be too much,
0: she she found it okay this episode. Well, I think I think what happens is is that that the, the, like I was saying, um, there's a time bomb mm-hmm. that no matter what, if you put that in a movie, if you if you run that in any movie, um, that there's a timer. No matter what that is, a deadline, a character coming, you're invested immediately because yeah. you you feel the sense of dread and you feel that sense of timing, and so that was a smart thing to do to start hooking in characters mm-hmm. uh, or, or people to the show because um, nothing, you know, nothing more they can do. The timeline is about to be broken. Your your clock, your running clock that you showed at the beginning yeah. is about to get annihilated. So your obvious question is, what happens next? Yeah, and so that's why I think it was a great ending to the show. Um, but you know, comparing it to to Wandavision and comparing it to because that's the common thing that people do, comparing it to Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Wandavision. I I would say Wandavision to me had the, the slower start. Yeah, um, lots of intrigue, right? L- lots of things to sort of bait you in, but if you weren't invested. After episode two, I famously tweeted um, that I don't know if it was going to be any good, and I was wrong. I'll eat crow on that, but um, <laughs> um, but that's see. Wandavision started off slow, and I, to me, I didn't like it. Um, I heard it was, about
1: I heard about how slow it was, and I skipped the first three episodes because I heard how slow it was.
0: Yeah, I was like, yeah. well,
1: I'll just I'll just watch a recap and then start it from when it gets good.
0: Yeah, and and the payoff wasn't that you know the payoff was great, but it wasn't. You know I I had said if they had started episode three mm-hmm. the way that episode three because episode three finally pulled the curtain back on what you were watching and it was more entertaining to see why it was the way it was yeah and so I could buy the first two episodes if I already knew why what I was looking at what was coming yeah right so that's what I didn't like and and so comparing the first two episodes, uh loki is you know is is superior, superior to the wandavision in the first two episodes um falcon and winter soldiers is a different type of show um, yeah a little bit more grounded it, and it kind of had it.
1: to start a little slow yeah. just to get yeah. to get you into it so yeah even so, thinking about how it started yeah yeah so it started so, like that
0: so i think i think honestly um this is this is this is and, I, and i'm pretty sure i read that it's the top rated Streaming show that they've had so far, like more than huh. Wandavision so far in terms of the first two episodes. That's interesting. Um I think, I think with um with the movies coming back, um people are now interested again. And not, not yeah. that people weren't interested in Wandavision, but um it had such poorly it, it had such mixed reviews those first two episodes that I don't think the casual fan really watched it until later. Mm-hmm. Um and even then they binged it, and it's a little easier to binge when you're not going week to week. Because if I, I mean honestly,
1: yeah, I could easily see that show being like three years, four years down the line, like wow, that show is really godlike. And we, we you know what I mean like I, I could see it getting a lot of praise the longer it's out, especially because Mar the way that Marvel's building these shows, you can rewatch these and still be invested in these, all these stories. You can rewatch it from Iron Man, you know what I mean. It could be a thing where you started from Iron Man and watch all the way through Loki right now. You know what I mean, like and piece it together, or do it like some people do it, where they they put the movies in chronological order of how they went in oh, the yeah. actual movie
0: event and watch it like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I it's, can, oh, man. no, I mean it's 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 it's, it's worth rewatching, I, and I've mm-hmm. done I've done some of that. I, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I have um, sort of seen it from a different lens now. When I rewatch a couple of the movies, yeah. some of those details are better now um, that I know what the outcomes are. Um, but yeah, I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it, it, those, again, that had to be the way it had to be. Um, and, it, and it wasn't moving the character forward other than the reveal of um, Falcon as Captain America in, in yeah. the end. I think that's what it had to do. Because yeah. there was a lot of questions, right, as to, okay, Cap gave him the shield. And so he's just the Captain America all of a sudden. He has to struggle to get there. And yeah. He has to find his purpose to be uh, Captain America. And I think that's what that show really did set up. It didn't set up much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but shifting gears, and then we'll, we'll, we'll close it out. So shifting gears. And I just wanted to, to bring this up really briefly. Um, Black Widow, the reviews. All right um i haven't seen any so let me know so so the early reviews it's got a you know it's got a spoiler embargo and all that stuff and it has to because it it, the 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 reason i think there's there's trouble with black widow is if you think about it we're three weeks out Mm -hmm. and it's been seen and the early reviews are not as favorable in terms of like like everyone hands down bowing to the church of Marvel. Yeah. I think, I think they, you know what the problem is, is I think black widow had to justify why it needed a movie. Yeah. And from what I've read and what I've heard and some of these guys who've seen it already is that it didn't justify having a movie. And, mm. and now I'm a little worried because it's the first one I'm going to go see in IMAX. And I, I feel like I'm going to waste my money, but I'm still gonna go and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the, I can I'm see nervous. why they
1: have a problem. I can see why they have a problem because I mean we're so far removed from Endgame now. She's already been dead, and now I even the one thing I did find out or like heard about the movie that it takes place between like Civil War and like Infinity War, I believe. Like in between that gap, maybe I'm I'm mistaken, but um, it's just a weird placed movie, and it's, it's a movie that we should have got like way a long time ago i mean even before the the pandemic hit we should have had seen this movie already so i can see why because it doesn't unless there's like a a extra credit scene that continues the the story forward past her death it really doesn't add anything to the overall marvel picture other than giving us a a black widow movie
0: right and 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 there's there's some talk that they're focusing more on this other secondary character, I think it's her Mm, sister. Her sister. And I think, my guess is that she becomes the new version of a Black Widow in in the MCU, which is Mm. fine. Yeah. And that may be the purpose for this Black Widow movie is to sort of say, these characters now move on, right? Yeah. Once Natasha's dead, once the Black Widow's dead, these two characters or these three characters, whoever shows up. Um, will be now. In, you know now you can weave them into the MCU. Um, so I think that might be its purpose. But people are just saying there was a lot to live up to, and yeah. the wait was so long. There's 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 a couple of movies out right now. Not out, but like a couple of movies that have trailers and things that um, that you you're like, why didn't it come out already? You know, yeah. I think Free Guy. I think is that the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds? Um, yeah. There's like six trailers and you get nothing out of those six trailers. And that's what I'm saying. That's the danger in these movies being held back so long is you're, you're already like lost the enthusiasm. Yeah, you're already given movies.
1: out all the, all the, I mean, that's people's biggest complaints when they see a trailer too many times or there's too much info in the trailer. It's like, oh, I already seen that on the trailer or they let yeah. that go in the trailer. So, I mean, it's just a detriment. I was confused though because I felt like Black Widow came out Honestly, until you brought it up uh, earlier this week, I was like, "Did that movie come out already?" So, like, even that, like, that that might have to. I think that's why it's
0: it's getting these bad reviews because it's just out of place right now. Exactly, and it doesn't make sense in the timeline. There's not they're not going to again unless they unless they how they explain how that character still lives beyond Endgame. Mm -hmm. What more is there? And like I said, the only good thing I can think of is they're taking her. Her family and using them in the MCU, which there's a lot of focus on that uh, that that other actress who's who's in the in the family, who may be the future, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so again, I just wanted to talk about that briefly because it was on my mind this week, and I saw the reviews, and I was like, wow. And I have just found it odd that it was so far ahead of the release of the movie, um, that that either Marvel thinks that they've got a winner here. Or they overplayed their hand. And I think yeah, they're, or, or they're trying to just build hype for it because they don't think it's a winner. Yeah, it's not it's not endgame. Like you yeah. they did this with Endgame and not, no, they didn't do this with Endgame in terms of reviews, but like the two weeks leading up to Endgame were insane. Yeah. Uh, or Infinity War two. But those weeks were like Super Bowl weeks. Like the a trailer, a TV spot hit and everyone had a review. Um yeah. I mean that, I mean, but that was like a that was an event. I don't think we're ever going to see again. I, I don't think. Um, anyway, we could have a whole discussion on the Endgame event because that, that that to me was just amazing. Um, all right, man. Let's uh, let's uh, wrap it up here. All right, so we did our Loki episode two recap. Uh, let us know what you thought in the comments. Uh, let us know if you agree with some of our theories. What are some of your theories? If you like this video, make sure you like and subscribe make sure you subscribe to become a member of the Lama Nation. Uh, that means that my videos uh, will appear more on your YouTube feed. And if you really like this stuff, hit that little bell notification. You'll know exactly when we drop videos, exactly when uh, new content is, hits the thing. Remember when we, we go got, live. right. Exactly. Or when we go live. Now we've got a lot of cool things happening. Uh, you know, me and AD will be doing more of these on a weekly basis. Uh, we're working on Loki this week and, and the next couple of weeks. And then we'll be moving on to the next series and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth and a lot of big things coming from this channel remember you got big llama reacts which we're going to talk about music um and other sort of current event stuff um and that'll be featuring little llama um which again he's a he's new to the channel and he actually got the bug for this so we're going to be featuring him quite a bit and uh He's already picked out six different ideas for six different songs he wants me to review because I'm old and I don't know these things. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'm, I'm the Big Llama. AD, you got any any parting shots, anything you're plugging away? No, man. I appreciate you having me on your channel
1: again. I'm, I'm excited to continue to do this. Happy Father's Day. Um, and let's continue to watch Loki
0: and bring the people more content. All right. No problem. AD, thank you so much for joining me. Once again, I'm the Big Llama. This is the Big Llama Show. Peace out.